Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Now, currently in Tasmania, the minimum age of criminal responsibility is just 10. 10 years old which if you've ever met a 10-year-old is rather baffling to me. Uh, calls are being made for the Tasmanian government and parliament to take urgent action in this space and raise the age to 14. So joining me now to discuss this is independent MLC for Nelson Meg Webb. Meg, good morning. Thanks for your time. Oh, good morning, Mike, and good morning to your listeners. First of all, can you give us a bit of history here? Why is the age currently set to 10, do you know? Well, we actually raised that age from seven to ten um, not that long ago, only about 20 years ago, I believe. Um, so it was seven? Even younger. Yes, indeed. That was somewhat alarming, wasn't it? And here's the thing. Uh, there's a global push now to be looking at having the minimum age of criminal responsibility be at least 14. And lots of countries and jurisdictions around the world have made the move to, to do that, to ensure that 14 is the, is the minimum age. Um, it's now globally the median um, minimum age 14. So we, we need to catch up with that. We need to get with the program. The UN is encouraging Australia and the states within Australia to um, to actively change their laws and make that reform to raise the age. Um, so, so the time is now, and it's really for two key reasons. Uh, it, it's for the sake of the kids themselves, mm. but it's also for the sake of our community. It will actually improve community safety and community outcomes if we look at doing this um, and, and making the change. Well, when you consider a 10-year-old going um, into the justice system, criminal justice system, they're going to come out uh, a little bit worse off, really, aren't they? I mean, because they're so young, they'll be looking, they'll be looking to, their, to their peers in the system. Look, you're spot on there, Mike. Um, what, what all the evidence tells us is that the younger a child is when they first encounter the youth justice system, the more likely they are to then go on to reoffend and to become part of the criminal justice system in a more long-term sense, certainly potentially through into adulthood. So we want to make sure that, that young children don't encounter the youth justice system, that they instead would encounter other appropriate forms of support and services and assistance. Um, because what we do know about kids who are coming into our youth justice system at those very young ages... We know that they're kids who have got particular challenges and complexities in their life. They're kids who are more likely to come from a disadvantaged background. They're more likely to have had trauma and as part of their life. They're more likely to have experienced different forms of abuse. They're more likely to have been potentially in touch with our child safety system. Um, we've got Aboriginal kids um, more represented in that cohort. So these are kids who are particularly vulnerable and who certainly need a response. They certainly need support and services, and we need to do better. But the, the justice system isn't the place for us to give it, give them that support and and those services. Um, we could plan to do it a lot better and more effectively. What about the other states? Um, I mean, I know, I know that WA uh, similar legislation is likely in Western Australia. After the Labor Party there passed a motion early October in support of raising the age of fourteen. What about the other states so far? Yeah, exactly right. Look, this is starting to become a really um, common conversation now. ACT have actually been the first to make the move. Um, mm. The territory there, they have made the commitment to make the change, and they're now in the implementation phase of that. And as you say, WA are moving towards that. Tassie can get right in there and be at the forefront. Um, it is a state-by-state state matter. Like, it's a state law that needs to change to make um, to raise the age. Um, there's been conversation at a national level. The Council of Attorneys General has had a working group on this since 2018. Um, but three years down the track, that hasn't really come to... Uh, sort of landed anywhere in terms of a national approach. So really, because it is a state-by-state state matter, we can actually just 
progress it and 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 do that effectively within Tassie without having to wait necessarily for well, a national approach. Now, Meg, you tabled a motion on this back in June, I believe, uh, and then you actually you get to debate tomorrow, don't you? Isn't it? Isn't the debate uh, debating the motion tomorrow? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. I did table that motion because it's an issue that I've been aware of for a while and, and advocates who have been calling for this got in touch and were interested to help, I guess, promote the conversation more in a, in a public way and within Parliament. So I tabled that motion. It's come up now for debate tomorrow. And that's going to be um, a statement from the Legislative Council, which if it's passed, it basically calls on the government to... Um, make the change and make that reform to raise the age. So it's not binding on the government, but it's a really good, strong message um, that, that now is a great time. And actually, since I tabled it in June, we've had some further developments which make it even more of an ideal time because, as you would remember, the Premier um, uh, back in August announced that, that they'd be closing Ashley Youth Detention Centre and yep. doing a review of youth justice. So it's a really timely and, and appropriate um, moment for us to also look at raising the minimum age of criminal responsibility. And Meg, let's face it, it's National Children's Week. These are kids. It's actual National Indeed. Children's Week until the 30th of October. The 10-year-olds. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah, and it, look, it just so happens that the debate on this motion has come up during National Children's Week, and you're right. Um, you know, here's a little anecdote. I was talking to a young lawyer who, who told me about a time that he was representing a young person who was about 10 in Western Australia in their youth justice system. And it was being done via video link. So the magistrate was via video link. The magistrate told the, the, um, the defendant to stand up. And then the magistrate repeated themselves and said, I, I asked you to stand up. And they had to point out to the magistrate that the young person, the 10 year old was standing. Mm. But was in fact so small that, that it looked, the magistrate could barely see them over the back of the desk. It's, so, it's farcical, um, you know, isn't it? to tell you, you know, yeah. it's, it's 10 is far too young for us to be dealing with people in a criminal sense. We certainly, though, can't just leave them afloat without support. So it does put the onus back on us to ask ourselves what do we need to do better in our other services to make sure that kids in those situations who may be behaving in ways that are really challenging and difficult um, and, and have consequences in the community, we can't just let that go without no. response. So we need to design a really good way that we do respond but respond effectively and appropriately. Well, Amnesty International and Civil Liberties Australia locally, along with a list of, and when I was going through the list, incredibly prominent Tasmanians have mm. penned this letter to the government calling for the age to be raised as well. Uh, and, and it's an incredible letter. It's a, it's a great read, by the way, but uh, everybody is on there. But, uh, and uh, that says, look, OK, it's about time. Surely there will be change. Oh, look, I would like to think that, that this, is, this is a wonderful opportunity for the government to, to just grasp this with both hands and, and show leadership as part of its really laudable review of youth justice anyway and the, the very um, positive intent to close Ashley and, and do things differently and better. I think this is a great opportunity for, for this government to, to take this other step that works really well alongside those measures. So and also... Yes, as you say, what a, list of, what a list of people on that letter. Um, you know, it, it's very, um, very impressive list oh, calling for this. Absolutely superb. But uh, with those two centres, uh, South and North, and uh, therapeutic, uh, it'll be very interesting to see what does turn up. I mean, I think um, Ashley would be a great place to have the new prison if they re uh, reworked it, but um, because they're set up for it in, in Deloraine. But I'm just thinking, with two new centres for those, uh, what would I mean? Having even 14 year olds in jail is still young. Well, indeed, I use jail as the as a, as a you know could be uh, they say in detention. 
Yeah, look, and, and I think incarcerating anybody is, is really um, significant, but certainly incarcerating children is something we really need to think very carefully about. Now, those two new centres, as you say, um, we've got an opportunity to design them from the ground up and to think about what a therapeutic approach looks like, what a trauma-informed approach looks like. Because as I said before, Mike, you know, the kids who are coming into the justice system like this, they're, they're kids who have experienced significant um, harm and, and disadvantage often. And so we need to think about designing a system that isn't just about locking them up to get them out of the way, but it's actually focused primarily on making their lives better, healing them and supporting them to be really great effective contributors to our community because the beauty of kids is their brains developing they're really malleable you can actually steer them in the right direction with the right environment and support so but interestingly um, enough though you remember james bulger was killed in england by two 10 year olds look th- there are some really shocking individual examples we can point to with that really i guess can be quite alarming um and, and i guess that's where we come back to the fact that we don't just let um violent behavior or difficult criminal behavior of that sort go and, and not respond to it but we have to ask ourselves what's the most effective way we respond to this how do we best address this behavior in this mm. child or young person um and and it straight out locking them up might be actually in long term in terms of a long-term outcome the worst thing to do we might actually as you said right back at the beginning be just pushing them towards uh, more of a pattern in that space and more of a, a life as an adult um entrenching those behaviors so if we get it right with kids um, and young people then, then we can actually change the trajectory. And that's better for them, but it's also better for all of us. Yeah. better for community safety. Well, good luck uh, with the, the debate kicking off tomorrow. Meg Webb, independent MLC for Nelson. Uh, wish you the best and uh, let me know how it goes. Thanks very much, Mike. Have a good day. You too. Good to talk to you. And- Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.